Interested in upgrading or downgrading your home? First time buyer? TPS, DACA, or ITIN? Not a problem. Call or text Yamilef Estrada with the MG team at Rowe Real Estate for all your real estate needs at 479-616-8854. And we're back. This is, I don't know what episode of the District 3 Podcast this is, so I'm not going to say a number, but uh, my name is Irvin. And I'm Manny, and we're live, also. Yeah, we're live on 99.9 FM. Um, Manny actually joined me this morning in some voter registration, and it was so cold outside, Manny. It was cold, and, uh, you know, I was just, I felt good to be out of the house, though. So, I was happy being out there. We saw plenty of people... Mm -hmm. You know, driving around. I think a lot of people were a little restless, so and cold. People were just kind of like <laughs> coming out of the store and going straight into their car, which I don't blame them. Yeah, because that would have probably been me. Yeah, yeah. And like uh, one of the good things though is that I got to try out uh, a torta from El Señor de los Tacos. Yeah, what's your official out. review? That's really good. The torta was really good. It was a torta asada for those that are listening and are fans of tortas. And the torta was really good. And uh, I give it probably like a high rating. I don't want to like officially rate it because I don't want to offend anyone. Or yeah. Like, or how, how many? How many, uh, how many fire emojis? I'd probably say like three or four. Three or four. Three or four fire emojis. So it was a good torta. It's been a good day. Um, we do want to talk a little bit about some something that happened in our community this, this past week. Uh, a member from the Springdale community um, passed away her name was china carrillo um she was a uh, very happy based on what i hear right i never got i never got to meet her a very happy individual uh, and representative of the trans community and unfortunately um, she was tragically murdered in pennsylvania a few days ago and we just want to send a lot of love and a lot of positive energy to her family to her mom Lilia Carrillo, um, to her aunt, Mayra Carrillo, and the Carrillo family in general, because that's such a tough thing. Yeah. Um, she went to my high school when I was in high school, and uh, she had a lot of friends, always smiling, mm. walking around the hallways with a group of friends, always laughing. Um, so rest in peace, the highest peace to somebody that was very loved. Yeah, I remember um, we did... Um, I used to have a page, well, I still have it. It's called Springdale Stories, where we highlight um, some people from the Springdale community, talk a little bit about their story, uh, people that are making a difference, um, or just have some passion or something important that needs to be highlighted. And one of the first people that I highlighted was Lilia Carrillo, uh, who is China's mom. And uh, I remember Lilia talking about how China, uh, like, she was so proud of her and she made her happy and she was so proud to be a hashtag trans mom um and um and i'm I'm glad the community has um turned out for her and to show her respect after this tragic loss you know but to know that people in our community are here to support lilia and uh here to support maida so once again just just at the beginning of the show we wanted to send some love out there and and uh, hopefully um, the healing uh, happens quick because it won't, you know, when mm-hmm. things like this happen, you know, it, when you lose a loved one, 
the healing doesn't come quick. It, it takes a long time and maybe you might not have ever uh, heal, but we're hoping that there is some healing um, within, whether it being days, weeks, months, but we're just sending a lot of love. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I mean, in our community right now, I feel like we're a lot more united than we have been in a long time, Manny. I'm not sure if you think the same way. The pandemic has kind of just kind of brought us a little bit closer together. There's people that are helping out at food pantries, you know, that are trying to help out the homeless community. And um, I'm just glad to see more unity right now. And hopefully it stays that way. I'm not sure if it's because of like the, we have a new president. I'm not sure if like that's causing us to be united more, but we're still kind of divided. If you look at the news links on, yeah. on social media, right? It's kind of still like, yeah, there's a, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I would disagree with you, actually. Oh. I, I don't think that we are more united, but um, I know that a lot of people are pushing for that, um, trying to find uh, some common ground, like some... It's tough to find common ground, though. Oh, man. Because I, the things that we have to give up, you know, right. are like things that people need to like live or... Like, we're fighting for, like, oppressed communities, you know, people that that might not have an equal playing field as other folks. And kind of finding the common ground within that, I feel, is kind of tough. It's very tough. And I don't think, you know, there are some things that I think people can um, give a little. Um, but when you've never been given where why would you ever do that you know when you're in a space where uh things are just taken from you rather than you know you're given any freedoms then you have nothing left to give and it's what you have been given and i think what i i see in our community is people giving their time giving their effort sacrificing but getting nothing in return um and i i think people when they talk about common ground they say you know just give us a little more time and you know people get restless um that upsets a lot of people i just feel like when people say oh well you have to like you have to meet me on the middle on this issue like i get it right like you have to try your best to try to work with people because you know we're all here on this earth so it's like we have to work with each other to to make things better for everyone but I feel like there's a lot of people that don't want that equal playing field, you know? Yeah. Like, why don't we have automatic voter registration? Why don't we have um, other important things that would level the playing field for folks that are in, in more difficult situations, um, access, more access to health care, you know, mm -hmm. uh, a pathway to, to, to citizenship for undocumented immigrants. We don't have that yet. And it's been such a long time, and it's like, man, like, how much can you actually bargain, you know? Like, how... And that's 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 one of the one of the big things, to be honest, where I've kind of been thinking to myself, maybe I don't want to run for office anymore, you know, like for the state legislature or the state Senate, just because like, don't blame you. Like, like if I, I'm, I'm open to like maybe one day running for like mayor, you know, where it's not like the whole state, because I don't know, I kind of feel like it wouldn't go well. But what I will say is that, you know, that less and less people are um are just giving up you know to your point it seems like god all these pressures what do we do but what you said earlier is that people are stepping up in different ways mm -hmm. and um seeing how they can help 
um, in more creative ways. You know, we, we've had Latinx Theater Project. They're mm -hmm. trying to help with art. We've had people that work on food banks and uh, clothing drives. All these things that'll make a change, uh, maybe not at the state, the state legislature, but doing it at the ground level, at the grassroots level, mm -hmm. which is which is a beautiful thing to see. And I'm I'm you know I'm happy to support it all day, but you know we shouldn't. You shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have a, a you shouldn't have to have a food bank. You shouldn't have to have to do a GoFundMe for for somebody. We should have a lot of these resources provided. Um, or at least accessible to the population. Um, but, and that does come with policy, legislation change, um, which is why we always talk about it. Why it's so important to vote? Why it's so important to know who re who's representing you and why the right person passing the right laws or, or pushing for the right legislation is, is such a huge deal. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you do run again, Irvin, because it is so important. Well, it's like I'm not giving <laughs> about up on anybody, you know, yeah. anybody that wants to run in general. You know, I hope you're not dissuaded because there is a community of, of people that recognize mm -hmm. that things are wrong, that they want to help. Mm -hmm. um, and like, I feel like like uh, I'm not giving up on running for office, but I do find like I do find me discovering how effective I'm more outside of office, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm able to be my true self. I feel like when you run for office, there is a level of like, um, like image, you know, is is important because even though you might have certain certain intentions, what matters at the end of the day is how people see you because right. that's what people what people are going to vote for you, not based on the image that you provided. Um, and I don't know if I can completely be that. Like I can be the the image person. Like I I feel like we're in a time in history where we you just have to be who you are and you have to be as honest and true to your morals and to people that are being oppressed like you have to be outspoken you know and sometimes you're you're seen as radical for doing that um you know taking taking example this this past year this election cycle i was on flyers i wasn't even running for office yeah right and i was on flyers being called like a police hater and all these other things you know which i'm not you know like i i i'm i'm a different kind of person i do advocate of course against police brutality because i feel like it's important and as an ally to the black community and other communities that are oppressed like we have to be outspoken about that because they're facts right yeah. but being called things like that uh it is kind of stressful when you think about it because yeah. really specifically me i mean i work i work with a lot of different officers in my job you know i'm at the jail you know so that mm -hmm. kind of puts me in a dangerous situation but um with things like that it's Politics is a really dirty game, man. Yeah, but I, I think to your point about an image, I think that's more of like our social media generation, you know, where we are with the internet. I think everybody has to have a brand and uh, put out something where you're not necessarily uh, being 100% genuine with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I for some reason we have to have this image that we curate to everybody. Um, and I think part of that is, you know, we just want to be popular. We just want attention. It does help us. Maybe you know, I've got some daddy issues or something, mm -hmm. where I I need I need more likes. Um, but when you talk about it in creating a political brand, mm -hmm. it's it's something similar where having that attention does help you out. Um, yeah. But people expect, you know, an, an elected official, really anybody that's well known to have an image mm -hmm. um have some kind of standing on the internet you know i found myself 
dealing with the effects of trying to hold an image like a specific image after uh, after the campaign was over yeah like i still and my wife myra brings it up a lot like there was times where like i would take myself a little bit too seriously you know mm-hmm. i wouldn't really truly be myself who i am at home simply because i kind of have you kind of have a responsibility not only because you're a past candidate or because you're involved in uh you know in, in political in the political scene here but at the same time, it's like as a person of color, you kind of are held to a higher standard. Yeah. So you have to be even more serious. Like you just can't be just a candidate. Like, no, you have to have a good criminal record. Mm-hmm. You know, and people check my criminal record when I ran. You have to like uh, be dressed nice, you know, sure. because yeah. you're a person of color. You got to like try twice or three times as hard. And that can take a toll on you. And man, I've, I've had to talk about this through length of therapy. Yeah. Just because yeah. like, even today, like I, there's still things that I, that I deal with. I, it, but I think it's, that's, it's super true and super sad. Um, first of all, but, uh, it's something that people deal with, especially when you say as a, a person of color, you have those higher expectations. Um, I was watching a documentary about Nina Simone. If you guys mm. have Netflix, um, it's called what happened miss simone and you know she had this huge rise in her career um and then during the civil rights era she started making music about the the plight for black power in the Mm. united states and you know she made music like uh strange fruit um mississippi goddamn and they stopped playing her on the radio after Mm. she was playing at carnegie hall and, and doing all these tours um, but she felt like she had to be genuine with herself. But at the same time, now she's losing all this money. Now she's losing all this credibil- credibility. And th- even that, you know, she's being genuine to herself. Mm-hmm. That had a mental toll. Feeling like uh, like she she wasn't getting the rec- recognition she deserved because she was a musical genius. Yeah. Um, so rest in peace, Nina Simone. Um, you know, she, was li- she was neighbors with Malcolm X, who I think today was his... his holiday for him yeah yeah um, the how did anniversary. you yeah it was it's the anniversary of, of i forgot if it's his birthday is it his birthday i think it was the anniversary of his death actually i believe i think i saw his his daughter talk about it on twitter um so how are you dealing with the with a snowstorm manny because uh man it's it's like being stuck in in the house <laughs> more than usual you know yeah. we have a pandemic and now we have like a really bad like snow in the area i'll say yeah it was really tough especially because you know uh where i work we had to shut down and we try so hard to have like a community feel there but whenever you you shut down it just kills the entire vibe Mm um i'll say like to all the all the other businesses I, i saw i was seeing a lot of reactions on facebook like oh my god why are businesses shutting down you guys should be out working for us um and you know nobody should have been driving in that especially a lot of people had rolling power outages it was something that the cities were doing um dude i got stuck man i got stuck in the snow and it wasn't even that much snow either shout out to thunderman and shout out to uh (laughs) Stu walton who actually pushed me out of the snow and it wasn't even a lot just my my tires did not get like enough friction for them to get out of the snow that wasn't even that high yeah but uh not no shout out to the people at Game Exchange didn't help me, but <laughs> I'm a little salty. And then and then like the the early early in the day, I went to this gas station over there on on Old Wagon Road, and uh, and I was getting stuck in the snow as well. 
And instead of helping me, these ladies were filming me, dude. I was like, oh <laughs> I was God. like, come on. My tire was like all spinning and like this lady had her phone out and I'm like, man, I'm about to be on TikTok for like, <laughs> for, just because for I couldn't get it. No. Somebody's going to post a snowpocalypse thing for, for Arkansas. Um, you know, if there's anybody out there that's listening from Texas, uh, oh, yeah. all, all the Texas people, you know, I, I think that that's another example of why we talk about politics here because it does affect mm-hmm. um, a person's day to day. You know, some people were getting uh, their like electric bill like in the thousands. Yeah, and in Texas, I feel bad for the people that you know went for days, and we know that there's people that passed away um, yeah. due to the circumstances of not having heat. Um, so you know, rest in peace to those people. Um, and it's just not fair, you know. And how do you feel about the whole Ted Cruz situation? Yeah, uh, Can- Cancun Cruz, we call him now. Cancun Cruz. Well, Somebody put, like, like Ted Cruz and then put, like, Representative Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... like Trolling. How, how do you feel about that? Because it's, like, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's wrong that he that he did that specifically because, I mean, he's getting paid, like, what, like, over $270,000 a year yeah. for his job. Um, I do feel people milked it a lot, like, to the point where it was just kind of like, okay, we get it, but, like... It de- he definitely was wrong to do that as well, I believe. Yeah, I, I mean, look, as a, if I was in his circumstances and I wasn't a senator, um, if you can fly away and, and take your family somewhere safe, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, do that all day. Yeah. Um, but he was also somebody that talked about, hey, do your job, you know, was blaming people for taking a recess and, and legislation. I think he called out the mayor of Austin, I believe for doing the same thing of Lee. He, he left. I think he went to Cancun too. Yeah. The mayor, but not this time, but like, I think oh, it was few, another time. Either a few months or a few years back. He called him out saying like, well, dude, what you doing? But he's doing the same thing. Yeah. And it, it's just the irony of the situation. And I was seeing stuff like, you know, he's a Senator. What's he going to do about the weather? But now, you know, they bullied him all the way to coming back. His family was still over there and he left them in Cancun. He came back and then he's, going to food banks and taking pictures yeah for the cameras exactly so it's like what what is he going to do the same thing that he came back and did or the thing that other legislators that are not from that are not elected officials in texas were doing raising money for texans in need aoc Uh, better o'rourke julian castro Castro. i mean it's like they're not they're not even elected officials in the in the state um but they were doing so much to help the people um that wasn't being provided by the people that were elected in that area. Yeah. So, you know, that's one, that's one of the things we talk about, you know, running for office or, or who should do it. Is, is it any good for you? It, the, the position is great whenever you use it to help people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people go into it looking for power, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, if you're looking for power, you're, you're probably going to get in the Senate, but you have power to help people more than mm-hmm. anything. Um, and Especially with that wage, man, when you're getting paid that much money, yeah. Like you would think if you're a good person, right? You would think that if you're making that much money, like you want to help out. Yeah. You know, you'd, you'd, you'd be like, damn, like I'm getting paid this much. Like, and right now I'm not doing anything. I should probably be out there trying to help people because I don't got to worry about working because I'm getting paid this. And there's this like re- recess going on like, yo, you know, but mm-hmm. um, then there's people like Beto O'Rourke, who I think he was, ma- I think he made like 730,000 calls and just calling different Texans asking like what they needed. For yeah, in specific sen- seniors. AOC Texas. had yeah. had a fundraise, I believe, $3 million. Over $3 million. In like, two days. I mean, that's, it still blows my mind. That's you know? a lot of money. 
and then she flew into Texas too to help out and stuff and um for me like you know me like it's for me it's not like Democrats versus Republicans like that that's not the kind of person I am where I like to like get into that fight but for me it's like morals uh, versus no morals you mm-hmm. know like it just kind of shows you that like the people that do care like Beto like AOC like Julian Joaquin compared to folks that don't like Ted Cruz and it's just I don't know I, I guess I guess if, if I was making that much money you know it's like you, morally you know that you have to do more well the, but just like we were talking about at, at the top of the show people that don't have that kind of money are doing that True. stuff you know p- people who aren't getting paid mm-hmm. to to work for the people are working to help people yeah. and and that's where I look at a politician and I'm thinking what are you actually doing this for um, I've seen politicians around here that that'll have gone to uh, the unity parades mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Day um, they'll go to charity drives you know and, and they're there they're there to throw a hand out you don't see it a lot but it happens mm-hmm. and I'm super thankful for those people um, because their presence not only you know gives a calming effort but it also gives them perspective on the type of bills and legislation that they should be working for mm-hmm. um, and I think that's that's how you build it but what I love is when legislators do that because it does build more community regardless of, of if you're Democrat or Republican um, you have an opportunity to go and help people and you should yeah luckily things didn't get as bad as they did in Texas here in yeah. Arkansas I mean it snowed pretty bad uh, it was I feel like we learned from uh, when was that t- 2009 yeah yeah, yeah. That, yeah that bad storm yeah when we got that ice storm because I mean we were seeing those photos I saw I don't know if you saw them from Texarkana mm, where no, the, 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 there's a photo that came out where the Texas side was all ice oh. and on the road and on the Arkansas side it was all cleared out so shout out to the Arkansas Department of Transportation <laughs> because they really have been doing a good job. I don't know if you were going out at all, but the main roads a little clear. Uh, um, yeah, but things look things look pretty good here uh, after a few days. So it wasn't a situation where uh, things got really bad. I think there was some accidents though where people did pass away. Uh, I believe it was in Bank County. Um, so sending condolences to that family. Uh, it's been a tough week. Yeah, the fact that that we're, that we're having to send so many condolences to people. There's a lot of people that are that are hurting right now, um, and you ever you ever just stop and think about like how privileged you might be? Because yeah. I do that. I've been doing that a lot lately. Yeah, I mean, I I do that stays top of my mind, especially you know you and I talk about this every now and then. But as a Latino, we talk about it on the show. I have citizenship. A lot of my cousins, my friends, don't have that privilege by themselves but the privilege of uh having house security the privilege of having food security heat heat i mean that's that goes such a long way i i I was hearing stories of of people that were walking to the gas station in texas and seeing a frozen body by the gas station you know um i think god we, we we didn't come to that but it's it's such a privilege just to have these resources and yeah i'm i'm super thankful my you know that I I could stay and and keep working from home. That my sister yeah. could stay home. That my mom had days off. Yeah. Um. And and wasn't forced to go and do that. A lot of people don't have that. Yeah. True. So true. And uh, yeah. Just being being blessed with all those things that you that you mentioned. 
um, and knowing, and, and I think when, when you are blessed like that, you have to realize that you have to try to do something to help out folks that might not be as blessed, you know, whether it being you're making some sort of donation or you're providing some warm meal or shelter to people that are going through a difficult situations. So uh, don't forget to do that if you do see people that are going through, even if, even if, let's say, for example, you're not as blessed as others, try your best, you know, to lend a hand to folks that, that might be in need. We're going to take a quick break. And um, and we will come right back. I think we're gonna try to play a song, Manny. Uh, what song are we playing? Uh, we're gonna play "Lento" by Julieta Venegas. And we'll be right back after this quick break.
And we're back after hearing that beautiful song by Julieta Venegas. It's one of your favorite songs, right, man? It's called Lento. Yeah, it is one of my favorite songs. Is it actually songs. one of your favorite ones? Yeah, oh my God, I love it. So it's, it's an old song, but like it reminds me of my primas in El Salvador. Mm. Um, it was, it's, it's very like whenever I would go visit them more often, it was like uh, it was their like soft, poppy, mm. young preteen years when that song came out. And they were older than me, but I would go into their room and they were listening to that stuff. So that's so cool because I, I have I have like similar memories of visiting Mexico. Yeah. But not for that song, but for a song from Julieta Venegas, but it's Andar Conmigo. Yeah. Like, whenever I went to Mexico one year, that was when that song was hitting, and it was, like, all over the place. <laughs> and I loved it. I got, this, I got the CD at the, at the little, what do they call those things in Mexico? Little tianguis. Yeah. Where all the little shops are at on the square. Like, it's just a bunch of, like... Um, it's like a little shopping mall. Little small shops. If you watch Mariposa del Barrio on, on Netflix, you know what I'm talking about. It's little tianguis. For those that are, are uh, Mexican listeners, I'm pretty sure they know what that is. But uh, Julieta Venegas is so talented. Yeah. And she has OG, such an amazing voice. OG, just like great vibes. Another another thing that's good vibes, or great vibes, is fight forward, Manny. Yeah. You like the transition there? That's a that's a that's a great segue. <laughs> so we were doing voter registration this morning on behalf of Fight Forward, and Fight Forward is a new organization um, where we're trying to advocate for uh, voter protection, uh, voter education, and voter registration. Yeah, um, we so Irvin and I are both involved with this organization, and we really are proud of it. I'm personally like, there's great people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, the main m- mission is to get people to mo- mobilize to vote, right? Uh, I think we just saw that Arkansas it has the worst voter turnout in the entire United States. Yeah, um, and part of that is because uh, people just don't feel connected to their elections. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't know what's going on. And that's one of the things that you and I have always fought for on this podcast, but also outside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, educating people on the issues that are going on, registering them to vote, um, making it easy. You know, shoot, we'll, you and I will fill out somebody's registration form for them, you know, we'll show them all the boxes that need to be ticked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just having people... Uh, experience the civic process in a different way so that they can be involved in it Mm -hmm. um and i think fight forward is is just another avenue to be able to do that uh but just great people that are going to be working on it for to organize places like here in northwest arkansas but uh south arkansas as well and and really the rest of the state and shout out to Bobby, Bonnie, and Kidra, who are a main part of the organizing for a Fight Forward. And we'll have Kidra and Bobby on the podcast soon to talk more in depth about the organization. But um, there's a lot of people excited. Uh, there's hundreds of people that have already signed up, you know, to do voter registrations, to do voter education. Um, the organization is, is hosting uh, training to, if you don't know how to register someone to vote, we're, we're providing training for that. If you need help just in general, uh, and knowing more about the the electoral process, we're doing that as well. So the the organization is is starting is rooting from Northwest Arkansas just because most of the organizers are from here, but it is going around the entire state. It is working with other organizations, not necessarily doing the work of other organizations that have been doing it for years, but finding ways to collaborate uh, without like needing to take any of the credit. Right? I think we all have common goals we want more people registered we want more folks to to know their rights and to feel safe going to vote and we want people just to know 
you know, how to look up information on candidates. Mm-hmm. Something as simple as like, where do you go look? Do you go to their Facebook? Do you go onto their website? How do you, fi- how do you figure out who you want to vote for? So simple things like that and providing resources in, in different languages. You know, the goal is, you know, to put out resources in English and Spanish and Marshallese and in other languages. That's the goal. So if you want to get involved, um, check out Five Forward on Facebook. We're actually on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, we'll be on Instagram soon and TikTok. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> TikTok. there you go. Make you got to do make, a TikTok. Make some viral TikToks, you man. You got to do some TikToks to uh, get some, to get some yeah. waves. The, Twitter, the Twitter's been the most active. That's Five Forward mm-hmm. AR is the handle. Um, already has some great tweets on there, um, including a picture of me. So yeah, that I just posted. <laughs> yeah, you're doing voter registration while trying to do, while finishing your homework, man. You was multitasking. Um, so yeah, please follow Fight Forward, and like I said, we'll have Kidra and Bobby in the on the podcast in the next few weeks to talk more in depth. Also, I just want to let y'all know that uh, we will have uh, WW former WWE uh, ECW wrestler Super Crazy on the podcast next week. Um, he's actually coming into town because he'll be um, at El Señor de los Tacos, which is a a uh, really good Mexican restaurant, which I I ate there today. Um, it'll be March 6th, I believe, from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. So watch out for that episode coming in next week. And uh, I turn 29 on next, right. next Saturday. Yeah, Manny? happy early birthday. This is the last episode before you get... Not 30. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 30. No offense to you 30-year-olds uh, that are listening, but I'm not 30 yet. I'm, I'm 29. Um, but that should be fun, too. Um, but, yeah, I think that's that's the end of the episode this week, Manny. We're going to continue working. We'll be I'll be inviting you more to, to more voter registration so that you can help me out. And uh, we'll continue to have great guests here, you know, that educate and empower our communities. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, thank you all for listening. Yeah, if y'all want to get involved, hit us up. Come join a voter registration, or if you have somebody that you think would be great for the podcast, hit us up as well. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, thank you so much for listening in. Thank you all, and we'll catch you all next week. Peace.